www.sf.com now. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world, with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio, when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment, where in both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. 
Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife. It's Friday! You guys are listening to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on MutinyRadio.fm. Yay! Yay! It's Mike Evans' birthday! That's what's going on tonight. We weren't even going to have a show. I was just going to be like nursing a hangover instead of building another one. But instead, I'm like, a 21st birthday? Yeah! We're going to party. Like, you're the... It's so great, because I do. I feel like... I feel like... I had this abortion when I was 20, and my husband was, he's a black guy, right? So I feel like you're like my abortion that I should have had, I didn't have. It's like if the soul of my abortion went into your mom's womb and became, and I feel like I want to be your mom, you know what I'm saying? I just, I feel like I was, and it was just, I don't believe in adoption, you know? Only abortion. Uh, I'm wearing 12 geese tonight because it is fucking cold and i feel like such a dick for bringing it up like oh the weather let's talk about the weather (laughs) but it's fucking cold (laughs) it's been ruining my mood like i finally understand that whole seasonal affective disorder i really i do feel i feel sad it's funny the acronym is sad it's like duh it's winter time fucks it's so fucking cold i've been taking baths feels good Hey, welcome. I love it. It's all, it's a, Mike's got a posse. How many, sho- how many shots have you had tonight? Today? Today. No, shots. Like, like tequila, vodka. I thought you guys were his friends. What the fuck are you doing? How is he still, how, oh, is he driving? Who's driving? Oh, you're driving. That's nice. See, that's good. Be safe. Don't get a DUI. Don't be like me. It's just a waste of money. But, uh, Hey, I, there need to be some shots taken tonight. I'll even drink whiskey after dark because it's your birthday. Uh, I, don't, I don't drink whiskey after dark because it uh, turns my asshole into a gremlin, me into an asshole. It's okay, I'm not doing jokes or whatever, it's fine. It's no big deal, it's all good. Drugs, let's, uh, we're doing drugs tonight too. Where's the nitrous? I thought you guys were like 21. Like what do you guys, Adderall, anything? Like did you, what do you guys bring? Come on, thought you guys were in college. Isn't that what all the cool kids are doing these days? It's the time release ship, but you take it all at once and you're like, hey, I really want to study. I, I don't know, I don't study anymore. Uh, what, what else did I want to talk about tonight? Jesus, it's 12 geese. No, I don't want to talk about Jesus. I'm so, it is the reason, not the reason for the season. I'm done, man, fuck these seasons. Fuck the seasons, it's fucking cold. Bring us back to summer. Anyways, I'm wearing 12 geese. I, it's weird. I shed feathers everywhere. It's kind of fun. Geese are dicks. Geese are dicks. We actually, I mean, I'll tell you guys, uh, my wonderful boy th- boyfriend, Jonathan, who's running the door right now, uh, we went to Napa for two days, and 
it was the best because we're poor people and like among the rich we found the coolest things to do like we discovered squirrel nation i don't know if you guys have ever been to squirrel nation but we're the ambassadors the human people to squirrel nation their tails are so fucking fluffy we seriously like talk to squirrels we were finding nuts for them and putting them in like <laughs> obvious places and watching them run up and take them. it was really sweet and then there was geese nation we found 50 geese in this random abandoned parking lot. And I wanted to like chase them and become friends with them. And he's like, Pam, they attack in groups. Don't do that. <laughs> I was afraid of the geese, Canada geese. Uh, anyway, I don't even, I, it's the new year. I don't give a fuck. It's Friday. That's, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, whatever. Like, uh, did anybody hang out with the amateurs last night? Did they go out? Did anybody see any vomit on the bus? Anything like that? No, you're, it, I, it was, it was amateur night and it was cold and I just, I love to see nipples, just such strong nipples in the tenderloins, you know? Like, no, of all the little rich girls that are like, I'm coming in from Danville and I wanna party and I have high heels. And they're like, you see them walking, holding their high heels. They're like walking barefoot with cold in the tenderloin with like their nipples that are like, like I, it's great. It's a lot of fun to watch them suffer. I liked it. It was, get up back across the bridge, you bitches. Did Bart even work that late? Like, how do they even get home? They must have been staying in a hotel. Uh, anyways, I, it is fun to see uh, young, drunk bitches with no shoes on in the tenderloin, though. It's really great. I hope they all get AIDS. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't no one gets AIDS for Christmas. Uh, okay, I'm done. Let's sing the song, and then we're going to get into this, because we got fuck comedians here going to make you guys laugh your asses off. Are you ready for that? Yes, you are. Uh, we're, he is way as popular. There, we're getting calls here at Mutiny Radio. This place is fucking hopping. What's going on? Rotary dials, dogs in the front row. Got people with sweaters and hats inside. We're in like a mausoleum right now. I think we're hiding the dead people behind that wall. Uh, let's, let's, let's sing the song. If you know how it goes, sing along. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, Comedy, Clubhouse. Comedy, Clubhouse. together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <laughs> <coughs> Always granddad perp, you know. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, you want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! 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 I'm very excited for the lineup we have tonight. Uh, your first comedian uh, is one of the tallest people I know. It's you. Yuri, I didn't show anybody the list. It's just we're so informal here. We don't give a fuck. Uh, but there are people listening on the internet right now. I know they are. Because they, they tell us at the end of the month how many people are listening. Like, yeah, there are like 3,000 people are listening. I can't believe it. Uh, but I know it's a big number. It's sort of like mind blowing sometimes when I think about it. I'm like, <laughs> love stats. Uh, but hey. I, oh, you're, you're wearing a shirt that says skateboard. Do you skateboard? Wow. She just got like infinitely cooler like in my mind. Like I already think you're hella cool and very funny and I'm just excited now that you skateboard too. Fuck. And she's hot, you guys. Uh, I didn't mean to bring it down. That. I mean, I don't want to bring up feminism or anything. But I know girls like compliments, right? Like it's okay. It's not, well, I'm not hitting on you. Bro, bro choice. Uh, I choose to give compliments. Uh, you guys, clap it up for your first community of the night. Everybody, it's Mary Bushy. Thank you. Oh, you like left the, 
microphone like nice, like at my level. How many minutes do we have tonight? I don't know. Oh shit. Okay. Whatever you want to do. Um, all right. Well, beautiful night tonight. How's everyone? Yeah. Panic and Needle Park over here. What did you guys do last night? Dominoes and orange juice. That was your last night as like a little angel, right? Mike, right? Yeah. I for sure saw you walking in front of Whole Foods with a nice coffee yesterday. You like, <laughs> and it's a little. <laughs> that was me. I was like, I know that guy. I'm gonna fuck with him later. <laughs> Didn't know it'd be this soon. Um, but how was everyone's New Year's and holidays? Everyone have a good holiday? Everyone's having a good time? Give it up for Pam Benjamin. She's the but she's like my idol. I'm not just saying that because she hosts. She's awesome. Like if you're just a listener and you've never seen her, Pam's like the she's like that punk rock beauty queen who like Quentin Tarantino would see her on the street and be like, hey, like, <laughs> do you want to be in my next trilogy? And she's like, uh, sure, but I'm gonna go to Ashram for in Connecticut for like a week to grow some weed. So can I do it afterwards? And you'd be like, oh, okay. Like she'd be that woman who'd like shoot clay discs with a shotgun while shotgunning craft beer or something. And then she'd be turn around and be like, hey guys, this is my alone time. Can you go away? Um, did it, so I didn't spend, I didn't, uh, actually celebrate Christmas this year. I had the flu, which was actually way better than celebrating Christmas. And you know, like, Christmas ain't the same anymore, um, when you grow up. Like, as a kid, pay attention, boys, right here. <laughs> you and I can even look at the tits, just look this way, though. Um, as a kid, like, my Uncle Hoppy would come in with, like, his 18-year-old girlfriend, a different one every year, and, like, they were fucking masters at Capture the Flag with me. Like, they would get down. I m remember Skylar, she would, like, um, she'd go hard on playing house with me, like, as long as she had dibs on Molly, the American girl. I think she died. Skylar, not Molly. She was a stripper. Um... They love oxys. <laughs> You're from LA, you know what it, like those oxy strippers are like. Uh, um, yeah, I'm still kind of sick, so it's hard to focus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as you grow older, you know, it's not the same anymore, you know what I mean? Like you get, like as you get older, there's a lot more cocaine, you know, and your cousin tries to make out with you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what it's like. Like I call it winter wonderland. Like, too many snowballs in the face and a lot of nosebleeds. Um, so, yeah, I don't fuck with Christmas that much anymore. Any Jews in the house? Are you Jewish, Pam? Oh. <laughs> uh, Pamela, uh, did you guys, did you make Hanukkah lists as a kid? No, I just ate latkes. <laughs> a lot of what? A lot of... Cuz? What it, <laughs> I don't know what a latka is, but it sounds lovely. Um, so as an entitled Gentile, I um, made Christmas lists all the way up until I was 18. <laughs> but, um, and I, this is real. I, this is my diary from when I was 16. I'm giving you guys a piece of myself tonight. Like, this is when I was like a hopeless model and thought like, I don't know. I thought I was so pensive. It was like, I don't need the materials, I just need some. So I'm going to read some of this shit to you. Okay, December 6, 2005. 
Mary's Christmas list. One, to have a reason to live. <laughs> Two, purple Uggs. Purple Uggs. Two thousand five, baby. Three. To stop growing because I'm nearly five nine. I'm six foot. <laughs> Fuck you, Santa. Um, am I on four? To be sent to boarding school for fast drugs and fancy prep uniforms. <laughs> That's the usual. Five, for even Stevens to come back on the Disney Channel. Six, man, I miss that show. Um, six, for mom and dad to get a divorce so mom can end up with George Clooney or Howard Stern. <laughs> and I can move away from this hellhole and be rich as fuck. Um, <laughs> seven, to get some disease that won't kill me but will pull me out of school for a while and make Ali Maratska feel like a bitch for bullying me. <laughs> Nine, to be Sonya for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's a fucking cool 16-year-old. And like Tanner or something. <laughs> Uh, for River Phoenix's ghost to come fuck me in my sleep. <laughs> None of those came true. Um, anywho, and there's more to come. Um, so, ladies, we need to have a heart to heart right now. You, you. There's no other. There's that girl right there. You know, me and number one. What the fuck is with us? Like we, um, I'm. You guys are going to think I'm a conformist or like Palin right, Palin right now because I'm not like, oh, feminism. But New Year's Eve, we look way less than dudes. Like dudes go out and they're like, oh, I'm going to rage, but like feast and then rage and drink and then rage and fuck a girl and then rage sleep for a while, then rage hang, be hungover, rage like have a little bit of mom's tamale and sleep. Xbox. <laughs> that's New Year's Eve for like every fucking dude they don't lose a, they don't have post stress PTSD after New Year's Eve and it seems like every girl that do, goes out does like I don't know we all go out and we're like maybe I'll get a nice little New Year's kiss and they think they look like Jennifer Lawrence they show up at home looking like John Bonet's corpse the next day I don't care if it's too dark you guys need to know <laughs> Um, like they're like, hmm, maybe I'll have some PHP and walk on stilts tonight. <laughs> like you're probably like, oh, well, Pam can like out drink Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and then, you know, she's fine, but she's also like going hard on the vans and wearing three layers. You can't like wear nothing and get wasted. Rape. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, that was my rant. I don't know. It just bothered me this morning when I saw some dead girls on the street. <laughs> um, so, what else can we talk about? Um, I'm my highlights of this year, like, one of the best highlights, I think, was when uh, Kate Moss got escorted off a plane and called the pilot a basic, basic bitch. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> Goals. She's my number one. Okay, I'm fucking with this too much. Sorry. Um, 
But yeah, um, another highlight was when this lo- nice lady named Rob Ramirez broke into my house when I was there and stole all my shit. <laughs> Such a nice lady. Um, I told the cops, like, when you find that bitch, can you murder her for me? And the cops were like, one guy, the rookie was like laughing. He's like, <laughs> and then the vet was like, don't encourage that. That's not, that's, you can't encourage that here. Um, I feel like I'm just space cadet. Okay, so um, did you guys have any? I guess I'll just go. Mike, <laughs> so are you are you drunk? Yeah, I'm gonna get in there. Very close. Going hard. Um, what's the turnt? Raging. raging. You're what? Uh, what <laughs> have you? Fu- where, what like what um, degree of rage have you been at? Have you fuck raged? <laughs> Tamale raged? Like. Drunk raged? A little high. A little high. Yeah. Are you going to go? Am I going to see you at Bernie's coffee shop tomorrow? <laughs> Take a nice stroll? <laughs> this was like him yesterday. He's like, Noe Valley's just the best. <laughs> He's like, it's so sunny. Yeah, I saw some like other skater dudes. They're like, yeah, I think we just. <laughs> we just saw Mason at Bernie's. We're now going out on the streets. Might pick up some coconut water just to get those. That was idiot. Um, so do you have any New Year's resolutions or like wishes for your 21st birthday? Yeah, um, I wish I could be a better person. Aww. <laughs> Followed by what? <laughs> any wishes to have like more basic bitches go out on New Year's Eve? Yeah. It's possible. With a, with a face like that? Mm. Yeah. I had a guy at my school named DJ. I called him STDJ. He had a threesome. <laughs> he was my first kiss. But I had a th- he had a threesome with a girl named Xanadu and a girl named Mercedes. Like, he now works for Red Bull as like a promoter at parties. <laughs> but anyway, so this is all. I just like I'm not gonna take two diaries to this place. Am I fucking crazy? Hell no. But I did like to make lists. And so when I was like kind of a heroin addict when I was 21. Uh, <laughs> I made a New Year's resolution because I, um, you know, I started reading the Four Agreements. <laughs> so I was hopeful. <laughs> I was like, Miguel Ruiz got this. Giselle Gunchen follows these rules. So I'm going to make a New Year's resolution. It is bullshit. It is. All right, December 31st, 2010. Mary's New Year's resolutions, age 21. One, to have a reason to live. <laughs> Two, to start rolling cigs. Three, to stop feigning when I smoke cigs. Cigs. Four, finally tell my parents I never actually went to college and you know, use the money for pole dancing classes. Five, stop crying when I see a penis. Six, quit drinking. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you, Mary. Legendary work. Mary Bushy, you guys keep clapping. Yay! Yay! Pantasis Comedy Clubhouse on a Friday. Excited. This is like a full house of people. This is nice. I'm glad you guys chose the seats with backs. 
It's hard to do the whole time in the chair with the note. Ugh. These young kids can handle it. Make the kids in back do it. Uh, yay! I'm super excited. Hey, your next comedian, he pulled a guest set tonight. Uh, we haven't seen him in a while. We're excited to see him. One of the things that works with this comedian is he's also like a hip-hop rapper cypher guy. And I know you guys do all that stuff too, so I have no idea what he's gonna do tonight, but these guys are all like hip-hop rapper cypher guys. They all do, that's like what they do. I know you do that too. You'll have to talk later after the show, smoke cigarettes or do, you can't do that because you protect the voice, right? Like, right? like being, a, being an artist and shit. I don't know what these guys do. Uh, he's a very funny man. I'm so excited that he's here. You guys, put your hands together. It's Nick Sondi. <laughs> going on happy birthday everyone I just I, I just assumed that like the first day of human consciousness was a June or uh, January 1st um, so it's everyone's birthday we drink too much on my birthday um, so yeah um, yeah sorry I I didn't see your reply so I got high and I don't know how this is gonna go <laughs> so started by started by telling everyone happy birthdays and just so far just going with it um, so uh, th there's this uh, there's this cat who lives with me. Um, we 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 live in the same place, and uh, just like me, uh, he's an adult male, you know, cisgendered, as far as I can tell. Uh, but unlike me, he's a cat. So it's socially acceptable for me to rub my nose between his shoulder blades at night when my girlfriend's out of town. It's the only way I can sleep when I'm alone without crying. Uh, as, a, as a cisgendered adult male, you know, I only get to skip when I'm angry. You know, like, <laughs> like I'll skip forward like when my team makes a bad play. Like, are you fucking, fucking kidding me? Fuck. I skip backwards if I'm being accused. <laughs> and I skip in circles around my cat when he pees on my backpack. <laughs> and I point at him so he knows that, he was, that I know it was him. It's, so there'll be like a 20% less chance that uh, he'll do it again. Just trying to up my odds. Um, I want to skip you know, also there, there's there's a there's a there's a pressure like if uh, if you're if you're like just skipping like with people you don't know like amongst strangers, and uh, and you're not smiling like something's wrong with you, you know. Um, I want to skip with uh, with the degree of intensity on my face, you know, because I'm because I'm running late for work, and I have weak ankles. See, um, <laughs> I have a girlfriend now, um, which is good for me because uh, I wasn't really doing a good job at, um, at trying to meet women. Um, I was like catcalling. I figure, I don't know. You got you got to start the conversation some way. <laughs> um, but I was really bad at it. Um, you know, especially I'm not, just not really good with innuendo. You know, I was like, I was like. Damn, girl. Hey. I must be out of jelly. 
because this peanut butter sandwich has bananas in it. <laughs> and by bananas, I mean my dick. <laughs> so I fucked the sandwich. Where are you going? Um, I live in the mission, and uh, I like to, I just like, I just like to fart around the mission, you know? Like literally, I like to crop dust the mission. But I don't shit where I sleep, but I do diarrhea the marina. I do boo-boo burnal. I do my smelly craft on telegraphed. I get doughy and noey. And I, uh, I get my pants wet in the sunset. That's <laughs> should probably be more careful out there. Um, you know what? That's, that's my time. Thank you. Give it up for Pam. There he is. Hey, your next comedian. He, you know, uh, I, I don't know how you deal with the cold. W remember when you were homeless? It, what if it was this cold when you were homeless? It would have been awful. You might have died. Uh, the best thing is, like a year ago, he was sleeping everywhere if he wanted, and now he actually lives in a closet. So, I mean, everybody's moving up in the world. It's very exciting. I'm proud of all of his endeavors and accomplishments. He's doing great. Man, no, really, it's absolutely true. He missed your heroin thing. He probably would have enjoyed it very much. Put your hands together for our next comedian, one of the funniest people I know. Everybody, it's Zach Wiseman. Who, who did heroin jokes? Without me? Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking cold. Um, it was about this cold when I was homeless. It got about this cold, and it was raining. Now I live in a closet, just as cold, just as fucking cold in there. Uh, I, I like to pile uh, blankets up about halfway up the closet and then crawl underneath them, but then my door opens and then it lets cold air in. It's uh, very self-defeating. So, uh, happy new year. Hmm? <laughs> oh, man. I... Uh, uh, I'm sick of everything. Here's my New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution is to have no more years ever. This is the one, guys. I'm fucking done with them. Um, but I always break them, so fucking... I'm selling, uh, I'm selling futures. I think these bankers got it figured out. I'm selling futures on riding my coattails to stardom, huh? Anybody want in on this? There'll be lots of... I showered for the first time in a long time. There'll be lots of drugs, I assure you of this. Um, but you might have to dispose of my body at some point because I'm not going to live. It's too cold for that. It's too fucking cold. I showered for the first day today. In, we don't use heat in the house. We don't do that. We just use blankets. Uh, it's not the best system I've ever heard of, but it's the one we use. And I showered today, and that was a fucking mistake, because I am fucking cold to the core. Do I look like that? Get shit figured out, guys? I got 
Ah, oh, goddamn. Do you guys know what the worst part about doing heroin is? Nothing. <laughs> There's no fucking bad parts. Makes you stronger, faster, more productive, better at math. People don't tell you that. Better at math. Keeps you warm. Keeps you warm. Guys, keeps you warm. Yeah, but then you'll have to spend all your money on heroin. You'll be addicted to heroin. Fuck, it costs $10. 10 fucking dollars. It's cheap. It's not going to hurt you. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it'll kill you. It'll kill you. But it'll be so comfortable and warm. You're so warm when you die. I think people uh, are just scared away from drugs because people say things like, well, if you do that, uh, you'll ruin your life and everybody you care about will be hurt and then you'll die. Think of the talent pool of baseball if that's what they told people would happen if they played baseball. We'd be watching women's softball. That's what would happen, guys. I'm not saying it's a bad sport, it's just boring as fuck. <laughs> boring. <sighs> Feel like I'm really zany with these jokes. So that's making me happy about this new year. So what I'm thankful for this new year. Is that how the things work? You thankful for the New Year's or I don't know. Oh, I knew this was going to go great. I knew it in my soul. So Bill Cosby, <laughs> he's been drugging and raping white women for a while now, huh? It's been a, it's been a regular occurrence for years. He just got charged. Uh, nothing's going to happen with it, but fucking whatever. You know, I really, uh, honestly, I kind of respect that. Like the government's like... Uh, we're not going to give you any reparations, Mr. Cosby. And he goes, mm, I'm going to take them. I'm going to drug and rape one white woman for every acre of land you owe me and two for the mule because mules are fucking useful, easily worth two white women. And I say, fuck yeah, you go get you those reparations, Cosby. You get those in. Jokes, Tyler, reparations. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh fuck it! I love when you guys pull back. It's my favorite. I got too comfortable in the in the being on stage thing, and now I just like watch people be uncomfortable, and it's really weird. It's a really weird change in dynamic. You guys want to hear the grossest joke I ever wrote? Good, because I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, the next time I know, for certain, the next time I know I'm going to get a blowjob. Uh, later that evening, I am going to spend the better part of that day uh, taking my boogers and uh, putting them in my pee hole. Right? I'll just take them and swipe them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then, then settle down, settle down. Then, then uh, maybe take the ink part out of a pen and like pack them down, nice and tight. You know, like a little boogery cock musket. You know what I mean? Just, just a uh, nice packed. Just a uh, fucking slug of boogers right at the base of my cock, right? And then, and then uh, when I come in her mouth, right? Because I never say anything. I just come, right? And then when I come in her mouth, right? And it's just sitting in her mouth. She's like, what? 
why is it lumpy? I'll, I'll, be, I'll be like, uh, oh, I haven't done this in a while. I guess it curdled. I guess my cum spoiled inside of my balls. My rotten soul just started poisoning and churning all of my bodily fluids rotten. And I think that's the grossest joke I ever wrote. I think that's the one. No, I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, I apologize. I'm kind of out of it. Uh, I took a bunch of ass in the middle of the night. And then, uh, and then I painted for a while. And then I smoked some crack. And then I took a nap. And now I'm here. So I'm kind of loosey-goosey. Brain's not all there. Dude, crack naps are the best. I don't know if you guys, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar. They're just so good. I took my crack nap and I had a dream uh, that I painted, I painted a thing uh, that when it touched other things, it uh, destroyed them forever. And it was like a fire. And it was one of the most amazing dreams I ever had in my life. Uh, it was fucking satisfying. <sighs> <laughs> I might be losing my mind on drugs. <laughs> hmm. Fun, fun. It's a sad world, guys. <laughs> okay, imagine this tragic figure, if you will. This is a person uh, with the means and the will and the want to blow themselves uh, but their dick is too big to suck. <laughs> you know, it's just like they're, they got their mouth around the end of their knee, you know, they're just like, oh, and it just doesn't fucking, doesn't work, and that's just a sad thing, you know? Or imagine this person, uh, their dick is big enough to suck, uh, but not too big to suck, right? It's the perfectly sized dick for one person to suck themselves, you know what I mean? As the person with the dick, you know? Uh, but... They're just bad at blowjobs. They can wrap their mouth around. They can deep throw their own cock. Uh, they're just really bad at it. And that's really sad. <laughs> Makes my heart hurt. This <laughs> uh, is a shitty sad world. I mean, some people, some people like, they like cinnamon buns, right? But they can't make cinnamon buns themselves. They're always horrible. So they have to go get their cinnamon buns like in an alley at midnight or whatever. Like, think of how much the British love curry, you know? They just can't cook it. Like, they like curry so much that they enslaved a nation of people and brought them back as slaves just so they could have their curries. And that's <laughs> sad. It's, it's so sad. It's so very sad. <sighs> big clothes, big clothes. Um... I'm wearing women's leggings right now because it's cold and I can't afford heroin. That's it. Keep it going for Zach Wiseman. It's true, you guys. He's cold. I just shook his hand and it was like a little icicle thing. We got to keep this sadness train on the tracks, you guys. Come on, we're just gonna, we're just gonna limp on into the new year with Chad. 
More heroin stories is what I say. I want to hear about it. I actually took uh, heroin once. Uh, I, got, uh, I took some fentanyl patches. My, my ex-husband's father, my ex-father-in-law died, and he willed me all of his drugs. This was like a thing that he did. He, on his deathbed, he told my ex-husband, he was like, give all my drugs to Pam. So like, I got 59 Marinol, because he took one of those Marinol, the, the pharmaceutical grade THC, and he lost his mind. He's like, give these fucking to Pam. Like, give her these. I'm like, Argh! And so I had these 12 fentanyl patches. So I put on a fentanyl patch, but they were 75 milligrams, because he was dying of liver cancer. So those were serious, and I'm a little person, so I was like, nay. But I'm smart, right? So I scored it, right? And then I put it transdermally, just the scored, I peeled off one third of the stuff, and I had it on. I hate heroin. What I learned from my 36 hours of throwing up and snuggling with my cat and trying to do a Winnie the Pooh word search is that I don't like heroin and I felt like we learned a really valuable lesson. And I tried to tell my ex-husband that. I was like, but we were married at the time. I was like, hey, you know what we discovered this weekend? I'll never be a heroin addict. This is a great weekend. And he was like, you are an insane person. We should probably get a divorce. <laughs> no, it's, it was, I brought it up later. It wasn't him at that point. It's okay. He was a real stick in the mud. Oh, DEA license. I'm a veterinarian. Blah, blah, blah. Stop talking about weed, Pam. <laughs> like, now nah, look, it's so legal. Um, we're actually going to do him and then you. And uh, and then we're gonna have our nice comedian. He does drugs. <laughs> I don't know what kind he does. All kinds. He told me he took some Adderall earlier tonight. I'm like, I don't need any more of that. I'm an asshole on this tired. stuff. He's still tired, even though he's been taking Adderall. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Timothy Pizza. Hey, hey, no, hey. There's never a big uh, heroin guy. I did it once. Had the same story as Pam. This shit's awful. I just felt like I was dead. When I'm on when I drugs, I like to be around and doing stuff. I don't like to just be like laying there like, Ugh. But uh, I think my best drug story, there was like four years in a row where uh, I hated my family so much. Like I didn't do it all the time, just once a year. But every Christmas, I would go to the TL after like, I'd be in Danville at like a nice, a nice roast and like, or like prime rib and like, you know, all the families there and talk to grandma. And then I'd get in the car and go to the TL, and then I'd uh, smoke crack underneath a freeway overpass. <laughs> because fuck life. Fuck everybody. I mean, I didn't do it because I like crack. I, I don't understand the world. I mean, we're basically, I mean, I, the way I imagine the world is we're all just a bunch of tiny little ants running around on a giant piece of shit that's floating around a giant ball of fire. And it's like, I'm... <laughs> I don't fucking get it. I don't, I don't fucking understand. And it's like, you want me to pay taxes and wear pants? <laughs> it's like, I, 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 I don't fucking understand this shit. It's so fucking beyond me. But I, I get really stressed out in, uh, with the world. And when I get really stressed out with the world, uh, I, like, I, I, I do dumb shit with my brain to get through every day. Like, in my head, for every situation, I have a cheese song. It's like when I take a pop song and I make the hook about cheese and it helps me through different types of situations. Like, hey, it's fucking Friday night tonight. Like, woo, we're going out. Yeah, Friday night. You got to fight for your right to Havarti. And then it's like, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll have a date. I'll have a date and I know it's going to be like, you know, like, uh, you know, like sexy time coming up. 
I'll be, you know, preparing myself mentally for that. <laughs> be like, I can't go for that. Oh, no fondue. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I got, I got a new one for you, Pam. If sexy time follows through, and like I actually get some, and I'm running around all sprung the next day. <laughs> be like, you can't hurry, love. No, you just have to wait because love is so cheesy. It's a game of give and take. You guys are too young for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, I'm, I'm doing the Phil Collins version of this, Briefs. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a cheese song. But yeah, no, no, but dating, dating's weird. Dating, I don't get it. I try to do it all the time and it's, I, it's, uh, I've never been able to like assign a pattern to it and I've never been able to like, you know, like do like what these, probably like what these nice good looking guys do over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's like always some awful situation, but I've learned a few things. Like I, I got some tips for the ladies. First tip for the ladies is if you're putting up profile pics like on Tinder, like <laughs> I don't want to fucking see you on the side of a mountain. I don't want to like see you like in a pool in a yoga pose. I don't want to see like some weird athletic bicycle shit. I, I just want to look at pictures of girls watching TV. <laughs> Hashtag couchies, ladies. <laughs> couchies. I mean, are you, are you going to go on a date on the side of a mountain? Are you going to get some on the side of a mountain on a first date? Yes. No. Maybe if you're, I mean, if you're. <laughs> Yeah, but it's weird to be windy and cold. I don't know. I don't know. Or you get like other joggers that see. That would be the worst thing for me because like I would have my dick out and like she'd fall down and scrape her knee and somebody would come up and just like see this whole situation. Yeah, no, wouldn't be good. Yeah, hashtag couch. He's like, if I could see like a picture of a girl on her couch and like she had like Rick and Morty on the TV and like some chicken wings on the coffee table, then I'd be like, oh, swipe right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I want. This isn't even a joke. This is just a <laughs> this is just a public service announcement. Yeah, but I am building an app. I am building an app so that people with STDs can date other people with STDs <laughs> and type in the same shit. This is gonna be fucking great. I'm gonna be fucking rich. Imagine how these first opening questions are going to go. Like, you know, you're like going through the app. You're like, oh, yeah, we got the same STD. Hey, baby, let's do this. It's syphilis, not syphil you. <laughs> and it's like, are you tired of fucking ugly people? Are you guys tired of fucking ugly people? Well, like, maybe, maybe you can find a 10 with crabs. Because crabs you could probably get rid of in a month. You know, you just get some cream. If you've got medical insurance, you can probably get rid of crabs pretty quickly. So, you know, like, say you're horny, you're on some coke. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'll get some crabs. I'll get rid of that shit. I got medical insurance. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. So, you know, you beep, bop, boop crabs into the app, and you find your 10. <laughs> How's this opening line going to go? <laughs> hey, baby, let's do this. Don't be shellfish. <laughs> Awful. I know, I know. I know. And then there's this other fucking thing called uh, It's Just Lunch. You guys know about this? <coughs> it's Just Lunch costs $2,600 as a dating service for three months. $2,600. And that $2,600 is that so all of you idiots can't join it. It's, gonna, it's weeding all of us out. All of us out of it. If I had the $2,600 to kill and I could go on this date, I would bastardize this whole situation. I'd set up a brunch date. And um, first thing I'd do is I'd go to Baby Gap and I'd get a pair of sweatpants for a toddler. 
You know, it was just like some like sweatpants stuff like here. And um, I'd eat like three Vi uh, Viagra before the day. Just so I have like a, you know, a raging, like a raging, like, you know, white man's heart on coming through it. Um, and I'd get like a Ninja Turtles wife beater from like 92. And I'd show up to the date and this is all fine because I can afford the $2,600 and that means I'm eccentric. But if it was just me now, as broke as I am, it would just mean I was crazy. <laughs> so, you know, I'm at the date, and they bring the caviar. And, uh, you know, I just smear it all over the bread with my car keys. And if she asked me any questions, I would just, like, look her in the eye and just fart. <laughs> and, you know, it's brunch, so she's going uh, to order bottomless mimosas. And that's when I take my pants off bottomless think about that <laughs> to thinker and i mean this date will probably cause serious trauma for this poor girl but you know what doesn't kill you just makes you more hateful um yeah i don't know i'm a pretty stressed out dude i'm trying to think of ways to not be stressed out and i find that watching the animal kingdom is a really good way to mellow out like uh if you pay attention to turtles for example you can learn a lot from turtles uh, like, you know, a turtle like will never like flip over a table and start choking its wife. Just goes in his shell and he internalizes everything. Just in there punching stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sharks are pretty cool too. Like, uh, yeah, you can learn a lot from sharks too. Like the whale shark is the biggest mammal in the world. And we've actually been able to communicate with the whale shark. And the whale shark told us, it's not cool if you ask us whether or not we identify as a whale or a shark. That's not your fucking business. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> and great whites apparently are hella racist. Um, no, I, I love animals. Um, uh, like, uh, the scientists make... Uh, Animal groupings, like uh, three or more animals has a funny name and they come up with these cool names. Like uh, three or more raccoons is called the gaze. Uh, three or more giraffes is called the tower. Uh, three or more crows is called the murder. And uh, three or more bros is called the date rape. Uh, three or more white girls is called the Pinterest. This one's true. Um, three or more uh, female geese in flight is called a gaggle. And uh, three or more Japanese girls, it's called the giggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah, cool. Keep it going for Timothy Pizza. Last minute guess it with his dog Aldo. So much fun and good times. Hey, you guys are excited. Our next comedian. She's been, I mean, you were, I, where have you been hiding? In a, blah, blah, blah. I'm so glad she's back and I can't wait to hear her set. Uh, 10 to 15, whenever you want. You can go as long as you want, pretty much. We have a lot of time. We're all, we're all good. Fuck yeah! She's back, you guys, and she's here on the Comedy Clubhouse. Clap your hands wildly. It's Christy Ono. <laughs> birthday where's the birthday boy yeah in the bathroom oh no you're there you are you're hiding in the corner 
Uh, no one put the baby in a corner? Anyone? No, you guys are too young for that. Fuck yourselves. It's from Dirty Dancing. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, look at my hair and my shiny shoes. I am someone desperately trying not to be 32 right now, okay? Don't, again, woo, because you're 21. You don't give a fuck. All right. Uh, I feel like everyone's been talking about doing drugs, and, um, well, let's do it, right? Let's fucking party. Uh, let me tell you about my fun, uh, my 21st birthday, uh, buddy. Um, not that this isn't cool and that I don't appreciate you celebrating with us and bringing all your friends so we have an audience, um, but I got a party bus with a bunch of my friends and we got drunk at four different places and I blacked out and got kicked out of a club for getting, uh, what is it, tag teamed by a married couple? Uh, yeah. I let, we went to go get drinks at the bar, came back to the dance floor, I blacked out and I came to to my friend like shaking me like, this is so fucking cool. And like I realized that my tit was out and her face was in there. <laughs> and that was the first time I put my fingers in a woman. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday for me. And guess how that night started? Oh. Sipping Bacardi like it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> yeah, so. Why don't you go ahead and do that and you'll wind up in a threesome. Um, let's see, uh, you wanna hear another maybe funny drinking story? <laughs> well, my favorite drinking story to tell people is, um, so I went to UC Santa Barbara, which is a very prestigious party school. <laughs> Their big thing is Halloween weekend and um, it is like a full weekend. Uh, so it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday counts as the weekend in college, don't worry about it. Um, so anyway, uh, I was getting off of a double shift at Chili's, so I was like ready to drink. Um, so I go, I go home with my roommates, we're pre-partying, and I'm like, what am I gonna be tonight? I can't go out as a sexy Ninja Turtle again. <laughs> And so I decided to go out as a sexy goth girl. I got a little short skirt, little black tank, and a broken handcuff as a bracelet. It'll come into play later. Um, so we go to the guy's house because they have hard liquor, a keg, and a stage with a stripper pole on it. And after doing shots of 151, I end up on that stripper pole. Not stripping, but doing the robot. <laughs> yeah, to Shakira's objection tango, again, probably, woo! Uh, but she does it in the video, so it makes sense. But the only reason I know that I did that is because someone uh, filmed it, and like in the video, there, someone's saying, like, wow, she must be really drunk, and I was blacked out at the time. Uh, so the main party street in Santa Barbara is called Del Playa. It was three blocks away. <laughs> and you been? It's a fucking party. It's fantastic. Um, anyway, it's three blocks away. We start heading to Del Playa. I do not make it to Del Playa. I instead start fights with everyone on the street, claiming that they are not who they present themselves to be. Right? It's fucking Halloween. I'm like, you're not a pirate. You're not a fucking Power Ranger. Get the fuck out of here. And so I get pulled over by the I of the Foot Patrol, the fuzz guys, the fucking police. Um, and I had blacked out. All the things I'm telling you have been 
recounted to me by my friends. So I am rolling on the floor somehow. They pull me over. They're like, Miss, would you join us at the side of the road? And I was like, Officer, I would love to join you at the side of the road. They start asking me questions, and I start asking them questions of my own. <laughs> and I was like, Officer, it looks like you have a lot of keys. Can you help me with this broken handcuff? Because I don't know how I'm going to get off otherwise. <laughs> I black out again. I come to in the van, heading to county jail, right? And there's this girl sitting next to me, and she's like screaming at the police officers. And I was like, dude, shut up. She keeps yelling. And I was like, bitch, come on, shut up. She keeps yelling, so I stand up, handcuffed, grab her by the hair, pull her down, and I was like, bitch, I said shut up. <laughs> At this point, the van is stopped, pulled over, everyone's moved to the back. I am laid out on the floor and put in ankle cuffs where I continue the journey to county. Um, and like, I am dragged into county because I blacked out on the way, and I am stripped and put into my own padded cell for being combative. Uh, where I decide to sing Motown oldies until morning comes. <laughs> right? Uh, so they're letting me out, right? And like they're saying, oh, you can't come in in the clothes that you came in with because it's going to throw the prisoners into a frenzy. And I'm like, that's fucking flattering. Thank you. And so they give me clothes to leave in, right? They give me sneakers with no laces, white jeans that don't fasten at the top, and a Raiders t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, which just goes to show you that if you drink enough, you will go to jail and become a Raiders fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm also like maybe 50 pounds overweight right now, so that was like really exhausting. Uh, out of breath. New Year's resolutions. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's see. Never done heroin. Uh, it was like, there were three things I was not going to do. It was going to be heroin, crack, and meth. <laughs> and so I, like, consider myself a winner, um, even though I had, <laughs> even though, you know, I did coke for a very long time and uh, went to rehab and whatever. I've lost my privileges to do drugs and alcohol anymore. Um, but let me just say I was a very responsible drug user. Um, for example, when hippie flipping with my friends, I decided to bring baby carrots because for the teeth grinding, there's a little shot of moisture, it's nutritious, it's good for you. Go ahead and take that, practice it amongst yourselves. It's great advice. Don't bring gummy candies, the sugar will make you crazy. Rot your teeth, you have to go to the dentist. And it creates like lockjaw. Don't chew gum either, it's bad. And then you'll pass out, the gum will go in your hair, you gotta cut shit off, it's horrible. <laughs> Is this personal experience? Mm, I don't know. Um, let's see, what else do you guys wanna talk about? I can go into regular material, which is probably gonna bore the fuck out of you guys right now. Um, but, uh, okay, this is fun. Uh, you guys watch pornography, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just started watching pornography. Um, and I was sold on the first pornographic film that I watched. I'm glad you were so enthusiastic. A lot of people are like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you guys are fucking liars, you closeted perverts, whatever. Um, I'll wait. Come in, guys. 
Um, you got a lot of friends. Dude, you could have chipped in and paid like $25 each and gotten a bus. <laughs> like, you could have lived my dream, whatever. Um, it's not the point. Um, anyway, so I, I recently started watching pornography and I was sold on the first pornographic film that I watched. It was one dude and two girls and it seemed like the two girls not realize the other was gonna be there, right? Because they got super competitive. Like they started boxing each other out of frame. And then one girl started the girl on girl action and just got swatted away. And then the obvious alpha of the two females started barking orders at the beta. She was like, yeah, you suck that dick. And the beta was like, I'm gonna. <laughs> and at that point I had re realized I'd removed my hands from my pants. I remember watching like this the whole time. And I was like, this is just as good as Game of Thrones. <laughs> so fucking good, guys. <sighs> you guys go to Starbucks? It's a nice, you know, whatever, transition. <laughs> you look like a Starbucks crowd. <laughs> you they don't. Um, I go to Starbucks, and like, uh, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but I like have to pump myself up to go in there because I'm really like susceptible to suggestion and like a sucker for packaging. So I have to be like, all you want is a large coffee. You can say a large coffee. You don't have to say venti. They know what a large coffee is. But by the time I get to the counter, it's like, can I have a salted caramel latte? <laughs> and if you're familiar with the Starbucks menu, that is a huge faux pas. It is actually a salted caramel mocha. Yeah, so I got a little tood from the barista when I made my order. She was like, oh, a salted caramel latte. And I was like, bitch, I will kill myself in front of you right now. <laughs> Just take the chocolate out of the goddamn drink. I got dinged one more time picking up my drink like someone ordered a fancy latte. And I was like, fuck you, Starbucks. I am never coming back. Not even to just this Starbucks, but to all Starbucks in the greater Bay Area, because now it's this network of communication and shame, which I'm never going to live down, which is fine, because I'm a Pete's girl anyway. I like the diarrhea that it gives me. <laughs> That was a poop joke, guys. It was a long way. I almost took my life for a poop joke. <laughs> um, talking about resolutions. Last year, uh, I quit smoking. Wow. Thank you. Uh, still don't smoke? I still don't smoke, yeah. <laughs> no. People say that it's harder than quitting heroin. I wouldn't know, but I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back for it. Um, so, uh, I wanted to murder everyone, and, um, I came to this conclusion. I am not going to murder anyone, because why, why would I hurt one person with murder when I can hurt everybody I know with suicide, <laughs> right? Back-to-back -back suicide jokes. Can we do another? Yeah, let's try it. <laughs> um, so it is winter time. Super cold. I fucking hate cold weather. Right? Right, guy? Yeah! Right. Fuck off. Okay. So anyway, like, do you ever get so cold you feel like you're going to throw up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so how about this? Do you guys, whenever you're in the shower, ever pretend to drop something just as an excuse to get into the fetal position? Oh. So I'm bipolar. Uh, which is... Um, this thing where sometimes you're depressed and sometimes you're really excited about being depressed. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, 
But there was this one time I woke up so depressed. Well, well, this is, well, this is an old joke I haven't done in a while. But anyway, the point is, one time I woke up so depressed, I was like, maybe I should get pregnant, right? Just so I have something to kill. There you go. Oh, that was fun. Um, oh, this is the part that I messed up. Is like, do you ever find yourself just depressed enough to kill yourself, but so full of self-loathing you don't want to give yourself the satisfaction? Because that's where I linger. Happy holidays, guys. All right. Um, I think I'm done. Is that okay? Sufficient. Cool. Perfect. Yay! Keep it going for Christy Ono. With our next comedian, he is one of the most unique individuals that I've ever come across in comedy. There he is with this weird little guy. You look cold, kind, sir. You look, oh my lord. You guys are going to laugh your asses off. He's a weirdo, but he's going to make you laugh. That's absolutely positive. Put your hands together. It's FC Sierra. people in front of me right now but you're so much better than them oh no offense to you guys as human beings but that guy way better person than you that dog no offense oh my god hello there everybody how's it going uh i'm high on nyquil this is great all right yeah this is like riding a, a nice wave a nice purple wave right now I'm here, and it, I'm not sure if you're on the same uh, purple wave that I am, but it's beautiful. Either way, hello there. I'm happy to be here, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is a beautiful world. Have some consideration. Be a better person. You fucking sodomite was one of the cooler things I heard said by a stranger this year. It was a, it was a nice thing, because the, the next minute he was also trying to sell his book uh, that he had in his hand. So that was like the whole combination of the, the statement and then the sales pitch. Really appreciated that. Anyway, I should, I should talk about the, hello there, everybody. Oh my god, still talking to people, human beings, with the faces and the flesh on their, on their skulls. That's fucking great. It's your birthday, dude. That, that's something that happens to people like every year. That's cool. That's fucking, that's dope, dude. Oh, I dig that. Uh, I hope to have another birthday some point in my life, too. I really would like, I uh, recently met somebody that is not going to have another birthday ever again. He died, but still, uh, that's true. Either Wow. Uh, my tragedy, her pleasure. Either way, you know, just enjoying this moment. Um, I don't know. Do you do you enjoy what you do there? Uh, 
out here, guys? Do you, do you guys like your you guys like your jobs out there? I don't know. I'm looking at young. Oh, you do. All right. Oh, drug dealers out here. This is great. Group of drug dealers. That's the only way I see you enjoy. I don't really like my I don't like my boss, guys. I don't know about you guys. I don't like my boss judges me. I don't know about my boss. I don't like it. The other day on my way to work, on my drive to work, I dropped my drink in my lap. All over my pants, did not look good at all. As soon as I showed up to work, my boss takes one look at me. He was like, FC, did you just pee your pants? I was like, no, man, I dropped my drink in my lap. He's like, then why do you smell like pee? I was like, because I was drinking pee, Gary. Why don't you back off, bro? Quit judging me, man. What the hell, bro? Um, I, uh, I moved on from... I am living right now. Uh, my current roommate uh, was the lady that I dated for three years. Uh, we have not been dating for the last six months, uh, just living together, uh, sleeping in the same bed, uh, but not dating, which is not that hard once you've been dating for like three years. Like we had a lot of practice sleeping next to each other and not fucking. We were pretty good at it already. So last like six months wasn't that bad. I had a relationship after I broke up with my girlfriend. I, I dated a 40 year old woman. I dated a 40 year old woman and it was a total different life situation. I'm 26, right? I was 25 and I was dating a 40 year old Beautiful, like I didn't know that I like 40 year old late. They know things that I don't know as a younger man. Like they understand like physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, yeah, sexually. Guys, they, under, they get things sexually that I didn't know as a younger man. I think like I almost fell in love with this 40 year old lady because of it. Like I was like, I actually think I, like I almost fell in love with that 40 year old lady. Like the first time I went down on her, the first time I did like oral sex, I was down there and like sort of like stand up comedy. Uh, when you're down there on a lady, you're not seeing much of a face to focus on, but you're hoping good sounds are coming back at you. So I was down there and I was hoping the good sound, I'm trying to hear the, the pleasure sounds coming back at me, not hearing the face. They're not giving you a, like a type start review on Yelp. I've asked for that, they don't give it to you. So I was down there as I was coming Coming out of the cave or whatever a woman's vagina becomes when you're trying to pleasure it. I'm not sure. It was like, it was dark. It was moist. It was kind of warm. Uh, there was stuff hanging down, stuff going up. It was like stalagmites, stalactites. I was spelunking in the cave of wonders. As I was repelling out of the cave, there was fluid on my front, fluid on my back. I didn't know where the fuck I was. As I was coming out of the cave, she took one look at me and she said, mm, somebody raised you right. It's like, that's fucking disgusting. Oh my God. Uh, I think I love this lady. Uh, I was too grossed out to say it at the time though. So I was just like, I'll tell my mom thanks the next time I see her. Like, I don't know how to show my love. Uh, Mike, I like 40 year old boobs, dude. I like 40 year old boobs. I don't, I don't know why I'm serenading you with a, a, a lonely man saying I like 40. I like them. I don't know. I enjoy it. They look good to me now. I didn't know that, that they were supposed to be like. I, I, you see the videos when you're younger? You're like, let me type, you know, M-I-L-F or whatever old person with, with the holes that I enjoy. Like, you type that thing in and then you, you want to see it. But I didn't know I want to see the 40-year-old boobs. I like them. Like, mid-20s boobs. There's a few sets out here in this room. 
they're okay, they're great, they're amazing, I, they're awesome, great, A plus, what, I don't, they look like they're made in a fucking factory, guys, they look like the same thing, I don't like that anymore, I want to see boobs that look like an 18 to 22 year old boob that had 20 plus years of whatever the fuck life throws at you, happen to your boobs, each of my girlfriend's boobs, they're different, it looks like a separate meal, each of them, it's fucking amazing, her right boob, I'm talking. I'm talking like I, I'm still dating her, but like I, I miss those boobs. Like her right boob was like an ostrich egg, like a nice size egg, but like the, an ostrich egg that you cooked it like sunny side up. You, you threw it against the wall, and the yolk kind of cracked, like the nipple was spilling into the rest of the boob. It was fucking great. The other boob looked like a pepperoni pizza, large pepperoni pizza. You had one slice of pepperoni. You threw it in the middle of the pizza. You threw the pizza in a box through the box in your car. You drove around a windy road for like 45, like the nipple was always moving, never in the same spot. It's fucking great. Oh my God. I'm saying the boobs grow over time, guys. They're like a character actor. It was like Meryl Streep Oscar nominated titties. Newman's own recipe nipples. You gotta enjoy those old boobies. I'm sorry, guys. They get better. They're like Edward James almost. Mm. You know, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna be lying right now. Uh, I'm not sure uh, if I could tell you about my dreams. Uh, hello there, sir. How's it going? All right. <laughs> I saw you walking down the side of the street right before. Uh, right before I went on my, it was like 20 minutes, you were walking outside there and you saw a car pass by, I remember, and you were just like, you know, seeing the car pass by. The guy was like, hey, and you looked inside the car and then the, you were like, I'm about to go get some drinks, bruh. And you were saying it in kind of like a jokey voice and then the guy in the car was like, I have 240s, bruh. You want some drinks? And I was like, white people drive-bys are totally different than other drive-bys. Oh my God. You guys got gifts during your drive-bys? That's fucking cool. I'm sorry. Uh, you distract me, sir. Either way, um, in the human moment, uh, white people drive-bys. I actually, I, I like that idea. Anyway, uh, that's, I guess that's what Christmas is. Oh my God. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm building worlds in my head right now. It's, this is how J.K. Rowling built the world at Harry Potter. Magic is happening in my mind. Rules are being established. There's, a, we're anyway happy to be here. I'm not sure, like, I don't know what you guys do to be here. Um, I make sandwiches to be here, guys. I make sandwiches uh, for a living. Yeah, and I, it's it's a it's a I I do it, and and sometimes I don't have the greatest time doing that. Uh, the other day, I was having my least favorite day ever at my sandwich making job. I was actively trying not to cry into the sandwiches that I was making. Uh, and when you're growing up in America, you know you've heard it before, they tell you, put your blood, sweat, and tears in your work. When you're making sandwiches, you want none of those things in your work. So I was there trying not to cry into the sandwiches. Guy comes up to the sandwich window, decided to have like a really human moment with me. He's like, hey brother, can I ask you a question, man? <laughs> Why are you doing this, bro? Why do you have this job? You're miserable here, man. Why do you do this? 
I was like, sir, I don't just have this shitty sandwich making job so I could stand at this window all day, make sandwiches. Having this shitty sandwich making job allows me to pursue my real passion in life. Not about making sandwiches, it's about pursuing my real passion. He was like, what's your real passion? I said, making salads. And then I made him a salad. Uh, Cause we do that at my job too. God damn it, it didn't sound as great uh, now that I said, not as great of a dream. Um, uh, miss my old girlfriend. You, you, I'm thinking back, like I'm moving out uh, of the house we both lived in. Uh, like I moved into her apartment like two years ago now. Uh, and like a year ago she found out. So then I started paying rent and it was just like a totally different situation. But she was a great lady. Like women, she was really cute and adorable. Like the, the young, I'm, I'm folding back. It's like a, I'm folding back the, the sourdough. This is the old girlfriend. Not the new, the, but the old, I'm still there. Either way, she was great. Women do, w women are great. Women are, they, they say, they do great things. They do adorable things, which, yeah, that, that's, that's great. Guys can do that a little bit, but it's, it does not work the same way. Like the guy says the adorable thing, it does not work the same way as the adorable thing the ladies. Like uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, we lived together for a while and uh, like there was this one time uh, she was going on vacation to visit family uh, for a couple weeks. The night before she went on vacation, uh, she woke me up middle of the night, tapped me on the shoulder, and she did something that's very rare in the household. Uh, she initiated sex, which, yeah, we had been going together for like two years at that point, and she had started sex. Like, I think that was the first time she had ever started sex with me. Uh, so, like, I might have seen more blue moons and unicorns than she had started sex. So, like, while we were doing it, and, uh, like, after we were done, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to tempt fate. I'm going to ask her why she did this amazing thing for me. Maybe I could recreate the circumstances of the future, make it seem spontaneous, because I read that women like that on the list on the internet. Uh, so, after we were done, I was just like, hey, babe, what amazing thing did I do for you that you gave me that gift? of initiating sex, and she said the cutest thing I'd ever heard in my life. She was like, oh, nothing. I was just watching porn on my iPad while you were sleeping, and I started rubbing myself. At a certain point, I figured, hey, why not get you involved, too? It's like, that's fucking adorable. Oh, my God. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, guys, I can't do that. I've tried that before. Wake my girlfriend up. Five Hey, babe, I know you got to go to work in a couple hours, but I was just watching some porn, rubbing myself, figured, why not get you involved? She's like, get the fuck away from me right now. Please go do that somewhere it won't stain. Like, like, I can't even do it when I'm not trying to get them involved. Like, I've woken them up before they wake up. They're like, oh, my God, why is the bed shaking? It's so loud. Are you using my face lotion again? Why is there a belt around your neck? I'm not as cute as they are, guys. Uh, but I have more fun. That's great. How much time do I have, Pam? One? Can I tell, uh, yes. can I tell the last story? Okay. Uh, it's here. Mm. Kombucha? Yeah, kombucha with maca powder. Uh, apparently it's for the... I, and whenever you buy maca, people are like, oh, maca. But it's, uh, apparently it's for sex, but really it's just for so I could shit well. I don't know if that's ever going to figure in to, to sex all. Either way, we're digressing, Pam. I, uh, I'm happy to be here, guys. I really am. Not every show I do is as good as this type of show for you guys right now. Uh, some of the shows that I'm doing, not good audiences, not good shows, not good me. 
out there, uh, which is like some of the shows doing it, you know, as a favor for a friend, doing it to get the time out, doing it for free, which is hard because every day in this city, somebody asks me for my money. And I'm not poor, poor, but every dollar I give to some guy to spend on his drugs or his alcohol is one less dollar I could spend on my drugs and my alcohol. So I don't like to give it out. Uh, the other day though, I'm at a show. I'm at a show, not even getting paid for the show, waiting to go up at the show. Guy comes up to me outside of the show. He's like, excuse me, dude. I'm trying to get home. I gotta be honest. Before I get home, I wanna get a beer. Is it cool? Can I get a dollar from you so I can get a beer? Is it cool? Can I have a dollar? He's like, dude, I gotta be honest with you. Not even getting paid for the show that I'm doing right now. Uh, there's no way I'm gonna give you a dollar. He's like, what kind of show are you doing? He's like, oh, it's a stand-up comedy show. We're doing stand-up comedy in there. He's like, oh, you're a comedian? Well, then I have a trade for you. How about I give you one of my jokes, you give me a dollar. I give you one of my jokes, you give me a dollar. And I was like, dude, there is no way you're getting paid more per joke at this show than I am. I'm not going to give you a dollar. He's like, you know what? It's all right. I'll tell you for free. It's a great joke. You're going to love this joke. It's that good of a joke. Okay, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Okay. How do you get a dog to stop? How do you get a dog to stop? How do you get a dog to stop the first time he humps your leg? How do you get a dog to stop the first time he humps your leg? How do you get him to stop? How do you get him to stop? How do you get him to stop? In my head, I was like, how do I get this guy to stop? Uh, so I was like, I don't know, man, how? He's like, all right, I'll tell you. You're gonna love it. It's a great joke. Okay, get ready, get ready. All right, first time, first time a dog comes up, Humps your leg, you want to get him to stop, you want to get him to go away, all you got to do is pick him up, start sucking his dick. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh my God, he's like, I know, that's great, right? I was like, dude, that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I do open my comedy like every day. He's like, I know, that's a great joke. I was like, dude, that didn't sound like a joke at all. That sounded like you were being serious. He's like, yeah, that's great. Now, can I have a dollar? I was like, dude, I told you I'm not going to give you a dollar. He's like, I want to get a beer. Just give me a dollar. Dude, you need to leave right now. Just give me a dollar. Like, he kept on asking me for a dollar, and he wouldn't stop. I couldn't figure out how to get him to go away. Eventually, I just had to pick this guy up and start sucking his dick just so he would go away. Um, and it was really gross. It was really gross. Uh, but I saved myself a dollar, guys. Uh, and that's the point of the story. Anyway, have a good night. Sucking uh, dicks, yeah! That's FC Sierra is all about. Wow. Good times. Yeah, go smoke it out, bro. Yeah, it's okay. Right out of it. You know what's next? Holy fuck. You know what's next? Girl. You need more sequins tonight, but you look you look so uh our next comedian, she runs an amazing show at Piano Fight, uh called Live Sex. Oh, it's super fun. It's like the second and fourth Fridays of every month at ten thirty. It's an amazing show. If you guys haven't been, you need to go immediately. She's a hilarious woman. You guys are gonna love her to death. Put your hands together right now, everybody. It's Luna Melbro. <laughs> Benjamin, she's awesome. And yourselves, you guys are awesome. Who the fuck is a birthday boy? I came late. Oh, you. How old are you? 21. Oh, shit, too young for me. 
Just kidding, first joke, that's it. Uh, you're a perfect age, it's all good. Um, no, it's interesting, I, I, you know, FC was talking about porn. This is the thing, I'm really mad at porn, okay? Because I watch porn, I'm 30 years old. I really want to know, why are MILFs, you know, like, at the age of 25, you automatically become a, milk, a MILF in porn. Like, what's, what's that about? Like, I don't have, like, 15 years of being just a regular person you want to fuck. I'm not even a mother, but I'm already a MILF, you know what I mean? Just me venting to you. It has nothing to do with my material at all, just, just thinking about things. I am feeling good, though. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. You know, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. I just believe in doing, just killing, killing goals, you know, doing things. I already lost 10 pounds recently. Thank you. Thank you. Brand new diet called Broke. Just being broke. People are like, girl, how do you stick to that diet? I can't afford to buy food. It's really quite simple. I live in San Francisco. So just easy, just really easy. Wow, the last time I did this joke at a homeless shelter didn't go over as well as it did here, so I'm glad you are a, a much better crowd. No, it's, it's serious though, I'm, I'm so grateful for 2016. I mean, like, fuck 2015, right? Like, yeah. leave that shit behind. I mean, I learned some things, okay? I really learned some things in 2015. I had a real new experience, okay? I started um, dating this guy. Fuck it, we're, we're friends. I was fucking this random guy, okay? Um, and he had a Prince Albert. Do you know what that is? Yeah. It's a metal piercing at the tip of his dick. And he was just like, Luna, this is gonna change your life. It's gonna be some new shit. You'll never have an experience like this. And he was right. He was really right. First time I had to get a tetanus shot after uh, having sex with someone. So he was right, he really did change my life, you know? Really did, life changer. I see, I, are you a couple? Are you like doing the couple? Oh, no. Oh, your sisters, oh, sorry, that would have been weird. But you're cute, you're so cute. You're adorable. Yeah, like the hair and all that. I was getting, I was getting ready to get jealous because I see a lot of couples with their public displays of affection just rubbing it in my face. You know what I mean? Just so rude, it's rude. And I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, maybe I want to be in a relationship, you know? Like maybe, you know, I mean, a few months ago I started thinking maybe I want to like cuddle up with someone at night, you know? walk hand in hand with someone, sleep with someone, really get really warm. And then I realized I'm just cold. I'm really cold. Uh, I don't have a heater in my apartment and I don't wear enough clothes. So uh, I got a heater, solved that problem. You know what I mean? Missed that boat, you know? So I'm, I'm safe now, it's all good. It's all good. I traveled, I went on vacation recently. It was like a really good, ex yeah, give it up for that. That's awesome. I went to I went to Panama. It was amazing. Have you gone? Have y'all? It's well, that applause was worth it. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I was on these islands, like the Sandblast Islands. I was selling them. I felt like I was living Beyonce's Instagram life. It was amazing. But this is the thing. I got to the island, um, and it was really interesting. You know how someone wants to tell you something and they want to be really nice to you, but they don't really know how to give you a compliment. It was like that thing happened. This guy, he looked at me and he was just like, your skin, your hair, you look like Whoopi Goldberg. Now, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was like, excuse me, you know what I mean? I do not 
look like Whoopi Goldberg, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, that's racist. We don't all look alike. And he was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I was actually thinking of the other one, uh, the one who plays tennis. And I was just like, Serena Williams? You think I look like Serena Williams? Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> that bitch is fine. I'll take that. I got that. No, but it's interesting, though. I was there, and then I came back here, and I realized, like, you know, being on an island, being away from technology, I realized how much we take technology for granted. Like, we really fucking take technology for granted here. Like, we're on our iPhones all the time. It's so lame, you know what I mean? And I'm not just pointing a finger at you. I do it, too. Just earlier tonight, I was uh, trying to set up New Year's Day plans, you know, um, and I'm a romantic, so I was trying to text this gentleman, I want you to fuck me, because I'm a romantic, okay? <laughs> All right, but autocorrect changed it to, I want you to fix me. <laughs> How did you know, iPhone 5, you know? Like, I thought I needed to get laid, but you knew I needed a father figure? Oh my God, you know? Here I am, just taking technology for granted. All this time, I could have saved so much money on therapy, you know? Just doing my thing. It's interesting, though. I, uh, I, I am not from the Bay Area. I'm from Louisiana, and... I went back home for the holidays, and it was really interesting. Anyone from the South? Any Southern people? Yeah, kind of. Fuck, fuck the South, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's too real. It's really interesting. I went into a bar, and this man opened the door for me and was just like, here you go, nigger woman. <laughs> I know, I know. I was shocked as well. A man opened the door for me? Oh my God. <laughs> Shocking, so shocking. You just don't see that every day, you know what I mean? But I was back home and I was in this bar with my girls and it was just me and my homegirls just chilling. And this one white dude approached us. And for those of you who don't know, it takes a lot of cojones for a white man to approach four angry looking black women, okay? <laughs> now I'm not saying all black women are angry. I'm saying me and my friends, we look angry, okay? So he approaches us and we're drinking, we're having a good time. And the evening goes on, and I heard that twang in his voice. And he was just like, I ain't never been with an ebony woman before. Now, that's a warning sign, okay? Because if you are saying ebony, that lets me know you don't know any black people at all. You know what I mean? You're just watching you porn videos. That's the only, you know, you're just watching you porn, and you think ebony is a thing. But it's not. It's not a real thing. So he's like, I ain't never been with an ebony woman before. But, I, you know, at this point... What's really on my mind is I hop pancakes because I'm hungry, you know what I mean? And what we do in Louisiana is we drink and then we eat. We all had decided we are gonna do this, so pancakes, pancakes, okay? So we're walking to the car and then the twang got deeper and he's just like, oh, I'm from the, I'm from the country. And it's just like, you know, my vagina at this point, uh, just fun fact about my vagina, it's a thrill seeker, you know what I mean? So when I hear that kind of voice, it's just like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Will I live, will I die? You know, it's kind of exciting, you know? Plus, pancakes. Did I tell you I hot pancakes? Did I, did I mention that to you? So I get in this car, and uh, my friends are real behind because obesity is a problem. And uh, he's just like, okay, I think we have time. You know, let's, let's get this done. Let's do this. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, what, what do you think we're going to do here? And then he looked at me, and he was just like, oh, I'm sorry. You're an ebony woman. I got something for you. So then he popped in a CD in the CD player. Uh, fourth warning sign if you're keeping track by now, okay? Who has a CD player in 2015? Popped in a CD in a CD player, and then he pressed some tracks, and all of a sudden I heard, 
Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> this motherfucker thought playing Bone Thugs in Harmony. All right? A 1996 classic about meeting someone on the crossroads <laughs> would get me, an ebony woman, to sleep with him. All right? Let me spell this out for you. That is highly offensive, okay? And the most offensive thing about it was the sex was horrible. Really horrible. Really offended my sensibilities as an ebony queen. I just was really offended by that, you know? So I'm out here, and I'm just... Just Tinder, and I'm not gonna lie, I still fuck around on Tinder. And uh, it's mainly because Jesus uses Tinder to tell me things about myself. Now, I'm, a t I'm, a, I'm on Tinder even though I'm an avid fan of Law & Order SVU, okay? That's brave, okay? Because if you're an avid fan of Law & Order SVU, if you've had 14 good years of watching rape after rape, <laughs> you start learning a few things, all right? You're learning, you know how to decode, okay? So I get a, a message, and it's some shit like, hey, Luna, do you live alone or with roommates? Huh, some basic bitch might answer that shit. Okay, but I know the real question is, when was the last time your family saw you, you know? Will there be any witnesses when I ax murder you, you know? What kind of Lifetime movie do you want to die in? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm picking up, you know? But yet, Tinder tells me so much about who I am, case in point. The other day, I was fucking around my homegirl's house, mainly swiping left on some fools, you know? But every now and then you see someone really cute, you gotta swipe right on their ass, you know? Saw this guy, six pack, abs, okay? Not first photo abs, first photo abs, creeper. Second photo abs, perfect gentleman, okay? <laughs> so I swiped right, and immediately I got a message. Hey Luna, you got curves for days. It's like, all right, all right, it's starting, it's starting. So I hit him with the, I got curves for weeks, actually. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be witty, all right? Life lessons for you today, all right? Take notes, 21-year-olds. And uh, he responded with the, well, I'd like to parade down those curves. It's all right. Someone's a fan of parades. So I hit him with a classic, well, did you file the proper paperwork? and contact the city official to make a parade down these... Now, obviously, I'm trying to be sexy, but the real indication here is I know way too much about parades, you know what I mean? I just know way too much about how parades work. But he went for it, you know? He actually went for it, and he was just like, well, I don't know. How much does that cost? Now, here we've entered this point and the conversation, it happens sometimes in person, it happens a lot more online, where you're just like flirting, you're bantering with someone back and forth. And you don't know, are you like, you get to that point, it's like, am I joking? I don't know, are we joking? Who knows? So in that moment, I do what any warm-blooded romantic woman would do, okay? I send a bunch of emojis at his ass, you know? <laughs> just like, I don't know, how much do you have? Wink, smiley face, question mark, water sign, you know? <laughs> Throw a little, that little baby bird, just, you know? You never know. What's, what emoji is the proper emoji to use when you think you're being solicited, you know? Like, what's the best one for that? I don't know. But I do know he responded with no emojis, no words, just dollar sign, $950. Right. 
Yeah. No, yeah. Right, Pam? $950. Let me break that down for you. That's $1,000 more than what I normally get from having sex, okay? All right? So if you're telling me $950, shit, you know? Like, God damn it. This is, a, this is Tinder. It's a free app. I was gonna fuck you for free, you know? So I didn't know if I should be offended or tell him my PayPal email address is lunamalbro at gmail.com. I did the latter. So I'm bawling, okay? Basically, uh, just so you know, 21-year-old, I can buy you a drink or two. Uh, <laughs> but it's gonna cost you. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot about our world and technology, like I said, technology. Anyone listen to Pandora? Any Pandora listeners? Yeah, not anymore? Spot, yes, because they're all fucked up, but let me tell you specifically, fuck Pandora, okay? Because Pandora, y'all may not know this, I see a lot of white faces. Pandora's racist, oh yeah. Answer me this, white people, who have listened to Pandora. Have you ever heard this ad come on your Pandora station. Okay, tell me, tell me. Girl, do you have bad credit? No. You ain't never heard that shit before. You ain't never heard that. They don't play that shit when you listen to the fucking shins. They won't play that, you know? They don't play that. But I played No Scrubs one time in 2015. Just one motherfucking time and someone's just like, oh, we got her ass, you know? Pull that algorithm out, you know? While we're at it, let's throw another Western Union ad on her. She's gonna need money in a hurry, you know? I really wanna know whose job is it? Whose job? I know it's not none of you, don't worry. I'm not gonna, it's not, but I wanna know whose job is it at Pandora because I feel like they're out to make my life miserable, you know? They throw salt all over my game. All over my game. Some of you may not know what that means. Let me break it down for you. We know each other now. One thing y'all know about me is I'm a romantic. Queen of romance, right? So when I have a nice young bloke at my home, I'm setting the mood. I set the mood, I'm classy. I got the wine, got the candles lit. And who do you play when you're trying to set the mood? You know, y'all young folks don't know, but you go with motherfucking Marvin Gaye, all right? You go with Marvin Gaye. And Marvin Gaye comes on and he's trying to be sultry and he's trying to do his thing, and he's just, oh, he's just so soulful, and we're just feeling it, and he's just like, I've been feeling tired, baby, trying to hold back this feeling for so long. And if you feel like I feel, baby, come on. Do you think you have an STD but can't afford proper medical treatment? There are sinners that care about you. You don't have to pay. Really, Pandora? This is the ad you choose to play during my Marvin Gaye Please Fuck Me playlist? Like, why would you? I even put some Usher on there so you knew what was up, you know? Like, why would you do that to me? You guys have been great. I just ask all of you to please choose Spotify in 2016. Thank you. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin.
guys, it's the time of the night where you're here for your headliner. I know you guys are here for your headliner. He, he is an amazing young man. Uh, I'm really excited about 2016 where he's gonna start getting units for his show here that's every Sunday from 10 to midnight, a mutiny radio called Old Soul Radio. We're gonna get him some fucking units for school, right? Yeah! Right? Did you talk to your, where is he? Did you talk to your person and you're gonna get some, I'll sign all the necessary paperwork. I don't even, I'll be like A plus all the way. He's great. He's a lovely human being. Shows up every week. It's funny as fuck. He's got a show, he curates it. His friend, Professor Gable. Thanks for bringing all your friends. This is exciting stuff. He's 21 years old tonight, you guys. Yes! I don't have to feel guilty about the BYOB thing anymore because everything's gonna be okay. The police will never come. You don't. You look way older than 21 anyway. Uh, I mean, he looks. Well, I don't know how old men look. Anyways, he's a doll. I have no. I have no concept of age. I'm so confused. My best. My boyfriend right now is two years old. Not you. The, I hang out with a two-year-old. And he's like. He's. I call him my boyfriend. It's, it's, no, he's not mine. He's my boyfriend. He's, I, the people pay me to hang out with small children for money. And then I'm, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, well, it's, it's like I'm a whore. It's just, I don't have sex with them. I just take care of them and make them love me. It's so weird. It's like the best kind of whore you can be, right? Like you just give them a bunch of emotional support and love them to death. Uh, your next comedian, your headliner of tonight, who's going to be doing 20 plus, man, you got 25 minutes to play with. Have a great fucking time. It's your motherfucking birthday. Put your hands together. It's Mike Evans Jr. Yeah. I had crazy ass sex last night, guys. Crazy, crazy ass sex, it was fantastic. For those that don't know me, my name is Mike, Mike Evans Jr. And uh, there's two sides to me. There's the guy that you might meet like in public, I'm like, hey, how's it going? I have this cute smile and a peace sign and shit, right? But then other of you guys don't know me as this guy who's kind of addicted to vagina. That's, that's what I am, you're all about to find out. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, the sex I had last night was, um, it was a gangbang. All my best friends, they just, like 21 dicks. You know how they, they hit you? Just 21. It was Dre, then it was Zach, then it was Sam, then it was Syracuse, Liam, Satchel. It was uh, just a lot of dicks. A whole lot of dicks. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time though. It was a good time. Ah, oh, man. Uh, 21 is weird, guys. I'm getting older. Like, it's... It's weird, but because I still think about the same things all the time. Like ever since I was younger, I think I've always wanted to talk about my dick on stage. Like I never knew, I never knew this is what I'd be doing at all. But I felt like this was like a destiny for me. It's like I was bound to talk about my dick because 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 me and my dick have been so close, man, for so long. Just I just knew I could one day tell his story. <laughs> to everybody all the time. Ah, oh, this is great. My parents still don't go to my shows for obvious reasons. They'll be there someday, someday they'll be there. It's great. Now, I, um, I, I tried to quit porn this last year. 
Uh, I haven't jacked off. Well, I jacked off on the 31st, and then last night. And it's fucked because I'm staying at this dude's house, right? And like, like I totally shouldn't be jacking off in your, in your other friend's house, right? That's not a thing you should do. But, but he has this really clean room in his house. It's like his little sister's room. It's great. And it's like... It's great, like the walls are pink, the, light, the lights are all dim and shit, and it's like, there's a picture of Bob Marley up there. I'm just like, this is fucking awesome. This is, <laughs> this is great. Ah. I'm kidding. Poor Madeline, poor Madeline Weisenberger. Um, man. Yeah, I'm going off the rails tonight, guys. I didn't write jokes. I think I was going to come up here and just talk about being 21. So I really appreciate everybody who's here in this room tonight. Give it up for yourself. <laughs> and give it up for Pam Benjamin, by the way. This is the very first place I've ever done stand-up. If it wasn't for her giving me the opportunity to do that, I wouldn't be doing this right now. So. Yeah. That's really great. <laughs> Damn, I got to mature and shit now, guys. This is terrible. 21, I gotta start working out again. You know, that's something I gotta do. I might have to stop watching porn because I, I don't know, I'm starting to get this weird relationship with porn. Where I just get too angry all the time. I get like a critique, a critique's view of porn way too often now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When the music's bad or like, you know, just, just, just little shit. And porn makes me feel really bad for women because you, women, they're, they're just the most beautiful things in the world. Like, honestly, like, there's nothing better than women on the planet. And for there to be porn is, like, just destroying that, destroying how beautiful it is. Like, there's, there's these guys with, like, these, like, huge dicks that are just, like, this big. And, like, and they're not even being nice about it. Like, at least me with my large dick, I'm nice about it. You know what I mean? Like... I give her the option and everything to suck it and play with it and everything. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, right? You know I'm just being nice. <laughs> this is great. I'm gonna look you all in the eye when I say these really dirty jokes. This is really fun. This one time, I uh, like when I was younger, my mom used to collect clothes all the time when we would outgrow our clothes um, to shoot, collect them and put them in bags for the homeless. Right? That's what she used to do. It was very sweet. I really admire my mom for doing that. But I um. When she started doing that, it was 2007, and that's the year I really started jacking off like a lot. <laughs> like a whole lot, like, like, like I was recreating fire, it was great, it was just, it was the best. And like, I didn't know, my mom just had a lot of things I could jack off to. She just had like, all these catalogs of like Victoria's Secret magazines that were really great. She had like season one of Alias, you know, with Jennifer Gardner, that's, that 70s show, there's just so many things. Just, just a lot of programs with white women in it are really easy to jack off to. Just saying, like go on Disney Channel right now, all those actresses are really attractive. That sounded a little pedophilish, didn't it? There's <laughs> a little bit. They're all just little kids. Oh, no, okay, that, let me back up. Now, Disney Channel is just like porn because um, all the actors are like older people pretending to be younger, right? That's Disney Channel and porn, right? 
What makes stand-up easy for me is that the fact that porn exists, I can relate everything to porn. You, if you've ever seen me do stand-up, you'd be amazed at how many things I've compared to porn. There's just a lot, like job descriptions, right? Like when you look at porn categories, right? They look like job descriptions slash like crazy porn things. It's like flight attendant, bukkake, teacher, fucking eight dicks to the face. Like, like my birthday, right guys, right? right? But <laughs> I love my best friend so much. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I um, Yeah, sorry, I have to mature, that's one thing. I gotta work on doing. It's gonna be really tough, cause like, I don't know, I'm just not ready. Like I, I had a girlfriend for a little while this past year for like six months and I realized that like, I am a bad boyfriend. Like I'm the, not a good dude to be dating because I like sex when it's like kind of just easy. You know, kind of just, just thrown at me. <laughs> this is confession hour for everybody tonight. And. I haven't dated a girl since high school. In high school, sex was just anything. It was crazy. It was awesome because you didn't have cars and you didn't have fucking houses to go to. So I was, I got my first blowjob in a park. Like St. Francis Wood Park. Shout out to St. Francis Woods Park. Right. <laughs> the park is listening like, hey. <laughs> no, but it was, it was a really bad blowjob. It was uh, very... Very teethy. It was like a cheese grater on my dick. It was, it was pretty great. It was really bad. Oh, yeah, back to my mom putting clothes <laughs> for the homeless. That's what that story I was talking about. Um, so basically, my mom would collect all our clothes, and uh, I had a bag full of clothes, but I was jacking off so much to the point I came on all of the clothes. Like, like not all at once. I don't have that much semen, but like, like I would just like, uh, there would be like, <laughs> Like 20 t-shirts in a backpack. I'd be like, all right, today I'll, I'll just use one t-shirt. And then, you know, kind of just kept going and going and going. <laughs> and so I ended up having this huge wad of just like cummy clothes, just drenched in semen clothes. Like, like San Francisco's worth of people in semen on clothes. Just thousands of my kids just all, okay, okay. You get, you get the picture, right? It's pretty much like a glazed donut, Kaylin. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and like all of that was inside this backpack that I just took with me to school one day, right? Well, not to school, on my way to school. I took it with me on BART, and to get rid of the backpack, I just left it on BART. <laughs> not even a joke, just some real shit that I did because I was really addicted to porn. And it was really bad because somebody found that backpack. Right? Somebody thought possibly there was a bomb, like, you know, fucking all this Islamophobia going on right now, right? They're gonna think anything could happen, but I had this bag full of just my coming clothes, and I'm just thinking, like, somebody had to open that up and be like, it's a bomb, and then just all the sticky, just <laughs> disgusting <laughs> Negro cum just all over. Ah, this is great. <laughs> this is, I'm, getting, I'm liking the looks I'm getting from people right now, it's great. These are all, like, my closest friends right now, so it's just like... This is fantastic. I, um, this one time, I was almost having sex with this girl. Uh, I almost pooped on her because, uh, <laughs> Zach, you can't just be telling people true story, true story. I'm trying to be a different person up here. <laughs> All right? Now they know I'm telling truth about the cum story. This is not good. 
But basically, like, I was going to ask this girl out because I like this girl more than anybody, anybody else at the time. This girl was beautiful. She was just very smart and everything. And, like, the whole day I spent myself, like, preparing, preparing to talk to this chick. And uh, <laughs> throughout the day, I ate a lot of hot wings. I started taking shots and, like, <laughs> like two hamburgers, pizza. <laughs> like, a burrito from a burrito truck. Like, not the ones that... <laughs> that sit in your stomach with the ones that girdle up. And uh, I get to her house and I talk to her. I'm just like, hey, you know, damn, I want to say her name, but it's totally not okay to do that. Um, <laughs> I was like, hey, girl, you know, I just, I really, like, I, like, I really like you. Like, it's, it's taken me a while to do this because I'm, I'm normally, I normally get friend zoned a lot, but you're the one person who I think that, like, we can turn our friendship into a really nice relationship. And she was just like, you know, I'm down too, Mike. I'm down too. <laughs> so, so we're making out, we're making out on, on top of her couch and shit. And it's the best day of my fucking life. It's great. Like her leg is right here. Her other leg is right here. Her titties are just bouncing in my face. And it was, it was really great. Um, but like the more she was like all, all on top of me, like I started to start breaking down the sweats. Like little farts were coming out every time. <laughs> every move she would make, she was <laughs> little pieces of shit <laughs> were just starting to come out. And I just had to stop her. I had to tell her to get off. I had to run. Like I was the worst, <laughs> worst thing ever. She broke up with me three days later <laughs> on some bullshit. Because I was just like, I totally could have shit on you. <laughs> like, I didn't shit on you to save this relationship and you're gonna break up with me anyway. <laughs> this joke would have been way funnier if I shit on her, right? I would have been, could have saved that. That's, I don't know. I put myself in awkward positions now just for the sake of like, I might be able to use it as a joke. <laughs> right? So that's why I'm on Tinder, that's why I go to nightclubs, that's why I jack off so much. Like, I tell myself these things. I smoke a lot of weed, like, all these things that I shouldn't be doing just for the sake of like, oh, I might be able to make it funny, <laughs> right? So I used to work at AT&T Park. That's where the Giants play. I used to be security guard, very bad security guard. Um, but during the Jumbotron, there'd be like a, uh, like a dance sometimes, right? They'd like play a really nice song, like a Bay Area slap, like blow the whistle by two short, and everybody, everybody in the stands was just dancing, right? And this one time, this little kid was dancing, and like, I just, <laughs> it's terrible that I'm laughing, but this little kid, like this, this grown man just punches him straight in the face. Just, just completely just knocks this kid's shit. It's so crazy. It was the best day of this kid's fucking life and he just gets rocked. And, and I saw it happen and I laughed so hard. Like, I was just like, fuck. I was like, it's my job to stop this from happening, but like, yeah, I totally quit that day because I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, yep, fuck that. Like, that's... <laughs> I, I can't do that shit. Dude, fuck. I'm so bad at working, man. Like, I didn't realize that until recently. Like, if this comedy shit doesn't work out, I'm... Whew, it's really bad for me. <laughs> My resume isn't building so great with people, man. I used to work in a bunch of different places. I work at E-Club right now. I think I told you about that before. I deliver food to white people in offices. And... <laughs> And like, I'm the shittiest employee. I show up like 20 minutes late every day. 
it's really fucking bad. Like my boss doesn't like me because he's a new boss, but the coworkers already know me because I've been there for six months. And so when I walk in, everybody's like, hey, but I'm like 20 minutes late, smelling like weed. And it's just, this is really bad because I'm always 15 minutes or 20 minutes late to work because of how much I jack off. Like it's not, it's not good to, to freshly come from that and then fuck with people's food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh man, this is great. It's great when it's your birthday, you can just talk about all the semen and shit you possibly can. You're all looking at me differently now too. We had like this cute day today where we, we helped clean the house, we had a party in. And now they're just like, he's so disgusting. Like, this is terrible. I, I hugged him today. <laughs> this is gross. Oh man, how much, how much time am I over now? Oh, sweet. This is cool. All right. Well, there's uh, another thing I like to do aside from comedy. Comedy is the best thing in the world to me because you can take whatever painful situation you're in and make it funny. That's, that's just beauty in that. Laughing is like the coolest shit in the world to me. That's why I like to do it every day, like to see people laugh. It's, it's really cool. Like my best friends growing up, they like, they would help me through tough situations by making me laugh about it at a... Uh, in my high school, one time this girl, Quincy, broke up with me, and like, I was super down about it. And like, I would say like really sad shit, like, hey guys, do you think, do you think she's thinking about me right now, guys? <laughs> right? My friend Anthony would say, dude, she's probably blowing somebody right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> get the fuck over yourself, Mike. Like, Jesus. But um, besides comedy, I feel like music also helps the world out a lot. And um, I guess to end the set tonight, I'm gonna do a song that I performed here. Is your dick song? Yeah. Oh. I love your dick song. Thanks, babe. <laughs> do, you want, do you have a background you want to plug in on the background? Oh no, I, I was gonna do the masturbation song oh. if that's cool. Yeah. For sure. Close though. All my songs are about dicks. Um, all right. So some of you know it, some of you might not know it, but um, <laughs> mixtape coming soon. <laughs> Literally coming all over your face soon. Um, all right, so this is how it goes. All right, when I say, because I masturbate way too much, you say, because he masturbates. Way too much. Uh, because I masturbate way too much. Because you masturbate way too much. Yo, when I jack off, it takes me to another world. Me and my right hand and my nappy pubic curls. <laughs> I go to the computer and go to Pornhub.com. One headphone in, the other ear is listening out for mom. <laughs> and then I beat my dick, beat my dick, biddy beat my dick, and then I beat some more. And then I skeet, 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 boo dee dot booty booty on the room floor. And then I press pause, grab a sock and press pause upon that scene. Then go eat dinner with my family, and then I'm back to the same routine. Because I masturbate 